the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Don't tread on my mojo. Mojo 5 Hello and welcome to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo 5 I am your host, Pat Oni. Follow me over on Twitter at The Pat Oni Show. Uh, follow me over on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, and also, especially, on Parlor, because Parlor is back. Finally. Thank goodness. Um, use the hashtag StandWithMrsPat and use the hashtag WhatILearnedToday. Definitely check me out over there. You can also check out uh, criticalthinking.locals.com. Um, I am on Critical Thinking with Andrew Coppins every Monday through Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. If you want to see the full video of that show, because that show actually has a video version to it, and we do put clips up from the show onto the uh, Rumble page as well. But if you want to see the full show, you got to become a subscriber. It's just five bucks a month, folks. That's it. Just five bucks a month. Go to criticalthinking.locals.com. Become a subscriber today. We're going to be putting up some more content there here soon. Um, I, I we, We've been talking about some changes and stuff like that um, to how we're going to be running things over there. But I definitely recommend becoming at least a member. And if not that, become a subscriber. And again, that's criticalthinking.locals.com. Now, is it is it just me? Or are we generally confused about life nowadays, about politics, about policy, about right and wrong? Because with all the craziness that's happened this week, with all the really with all the craziness that's happened over the last few years, I'm starting to really see that we are getting what is perceiving what is good is actually evil and what is evil is actually good. And I've been thinking about this concept a lot, especially when it comes to something like you are free to choose, but you are not free from the consequences of your choice. And and I'll give you an example of what I mean. So Mrs. Pat and I, do not necessarily see eye to eye on everything politics. We, we do for most things and we do for most social issues. But Mrs. Pat tends to bring a very different and interesting perspective to the table because she is a junior high school teacher. So last night we were talking about an issue going on at BYU. And for those that don't know, BYU is the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints run private university here in the state of Utah, um, specifically in Provo, Utah. And I, I attended BYU-Idaho for college. 
And what I will tell you about that is, and, and both both schools have this, the same gist, if you will, um, but you to go there, you have to sign something called an honor code. And it's basically a standard of living, that you are going to live a certain set of standards and principles while you attend this university. Now, you have a choice. You don't have to sign the honor code. But if you don't sign the honor code, you don't get to attend BYU or BYU-Idaho, for example. If you do sign it, you have to live up to those standards or they can technically kick you out of school. I had a roommate that got kicked out of school because he did not live up to certain standards. But we got to talking about... um, because in, in Provo, there's there's a mountain. They call it Y Mountain because there's a big old Y for BYU up on the mountain. They lit it up in the pride rainbow colors. Now, the church's official stance on um, homosexuality is not that homosexuality in of itself is a sin, but acting on homosexual, homosexual feelings is. So... It's you can be gay, but it is sinful to act upon those those feelings because biblically speaking, they believe in the traditional sense that a, a it should be a traditional marriage between a man and a woman. That said, the church has tried to make um, those that are of the LGBT community um, feel more included um, on their universities and in church life. But again, you have the right to choose, but you are not free from those consequences. So we were talking about this because it was all in the news and everything. And we were talking about all that. My, my wife brought up these points and I'm like, you know, that's a very interesting perspective because I don't necessarily agree with the idea of gay marriage, but I have no problem with those that are of the LGBT community living the lifestyle that they want to live. I don't agree with it. It's not necessarily for me to agree or disagree with. They can do what they want. I can do what I want. I can have my own opinions about it. They can have their opinions about it and just let bygones be bygones. It's the same thing that's going on with this transgender movement um, and whether or not boys can compete in women's sports. Ultimately, I'm against it because those girls, first of all, deserve to be protected from predators getting into their bathrooms and their locker rooms. They also deserve to have all the hard work that they have put into their craft and to their sports um, to, to be able to fairly compete. They deserve that. Um, and so I was talking with a lot of politicians around the state last week as a lot of these issues were coming out in the legislative session and, and bills were coming out in the legislative session to protect women's sports and to protect, um, y- you know, our, our actual girls um, within within their locker rooms and, and within, um, well, their sport. So one of the points that was brought up to me was, well, there's a difference between having the right to compete and having the right to be on the team. So being on the team is one thing. Actually competing is a different thing. And this is taking into account that boys typically perform much better at sports than than girls do in terms of their strength, their speed, 
They're stronger. They're faster. Generally speaking, okay, are there exceptions to the rule? Sure. But generally speaking, this is basic biology 101. And she brought up to me that that you are free to choose, but you are not free from the consequences of your choice. And that got me thinking that we as a society have lost reason. We've lost reason. Because why, why, why do I need to conform to your ideas? Why should you conform to my ideas? The short answer is you shouldn't. Now, if you agree with me, that's fine. That's your choice. If you disagree with me, that is also your choice. If you want to take it to extreme levels of racism, bigotry, um, homophobia, whatever the case, whatever you want to call it, you can take it to those levels, and it's technically your choice. Does that make it right? No, of course not. Just because you have an opinion on something doesn't make you right. It it doesn't even necessarily make you reasonable. But reason would dictate that you have the right to believe what you believe. Whether, regardless of how bad it may be perceived. I mean, because if you think about it, at one point in time in this country, at one point in time, homosexuality and, act, and being gay and gay marriage was unspeakable. It was a, a taboo subject that, that you couldn't even talk about without being judged for it. And I'm sure in many circles, it's that's still the case today, but it's less so because now it's widely accepted. It's changed because like it or not, culture changes. Society changes. Norms change. What is acceptable and what is not acceptable does change. Does that make it right or wrong? No. But it is a phenomenon that happens. And so Mrs. Pat and I were talking about this and we were talking about these issues and she brought it up like, like it or not, this is this is where we're headed. This is this is how things have changed. And in her job, she's had to try to understand what she says and how it's perceived by her students because kids today are not the same as kids say 20 years ago. They have a very different line of thinking. They've been exposed to different things. Technology has changed, giving them more exposure to all of these things and to more information and to more walks of life, if you will. But I'm getting what I'm getting at with all of these issues, and this is this is where I'm ultimately trying to go, is that we've lost reason. Because the best point that my wife brought up in this discussion is that why are we being forced to accept the values of others and not staying true and, and having to compromise our own at the same time?
Because when you compromise your own values and principles, then, at least for me, and, and, and I, I asked Mrs. Pat the same thing, it makes you feel very sick inside. I'm not, I'm not, and to be clear, I'm not asking anyone to share my principles and my values. That's up to you. But we are being asked, and this is becoming more and more apparent as cancel culture becomes more and more of a thing every day, that we are being forced to accept other cultural and societal norms, norms that I don't necessarily agree with norms that I might perceive based upon my faith as sinful. That's, that's wrong. It's wrong to force someone to hold your ideas, to hold your values. They have a choice to make. Now, the exception to the rule is, are they, are they doing harm to you? Is their principles and values actually physically and mentally harming you in some shape or fashion? Can that be defined? Can it be clearly defined? And so if that is defined, then there's a case. And that is when courts can get involved. The law can get involved. It's in those instances. But where it is, there is no harm to be found. Why not just let people live and move on? What do you care? You have your principles and values. They have theirs. Yet, it's bake a cake bigot. That is what we are seeing from the left. It's bake a cake bigot. You must accept my values, my principles, my doctrine, my way of life, because this is how I feel. Never mind how you feel. This is how I feel. And you must accept it. You must give me equality under everything. But you, you have nothing. Case in point, the Equality Act passed the House of Representatives. It purportedly designed to protect lesbians, gays, bisexuals, transgenders, and women from discrimination. This bill is essentially dictatorial, demanding that Americans think, speak, and behave in certain ways. Among its other drawbacks, the Equality Act will damage or ruin women's sports, force religions and organizations to deny certain fundamental tenets of their creed and compel doctors and other medical personnel to engage in practices they might otherwise avoid. And this is coming from a, uh, a an article on intellectualtakeout.org. The sound of reason is missing in action is what it's called. So while we are trying to include all of these other groups, we're having to include them at the expense of our own values, our own principles. Why? Why? It, 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 makes, it makes no sense. At the New York Post, Ryan Anderson offers an excellent summary of the bill's flaws and terrible consequences, concluding that to heal and unify the nation on LGBT issues, we must reject unjust discrimination without treating reasonable judgments as discriminatory. 
the Equality Act protects some from discrimination while stripping others of their fundamental rights. Again, how did, how did we get to this point? Well, we've let it happen. We've let it happen over time because we've sacrificed our principles and values based upon what's popular right now, what the fad is right now. We've let politicians make decisions for us so that we wouldn't have to worry about it, that we wouldn't have to safeguard these things, that we wouldn't have to really look after our liberty, that we would just have all of these benevolent leaders looking out for us. That's part of it. The other part of it is that the other side of this has fought tooth and nail for years, gaining ground in their trench warfare very slowly and infiltrating not only into our government and getting into um, our legislature, make, influencing policy, but they've led it onto our TV screens, into our books, and into our minds. And now what was perceived as wrong 20 years ago is now perceived as right now. What was perceived as evil is now good. It's become backwards. Case in point, we see a lot of cancel culture right now. We're seeing it with all sorts of stuff from books to TV shows to movies to music um, to politics. It's all over. But I was on I was on social media and I I had read a post from um someone and it just said it's not canceling, it's just changing. They didn't make any reference as to what they were talking about. That was just, that's all they wrote, okay? But everyone seemed to assume that it was about Dr. Seuss and how the six books from Dr. Seuss are no longer going to be published. Well, I pointed out and many others pointed out that this is not an example of cancel culture necessarily, I think there could be a case that could be made that it is, and that is, can you prove that the publisher or whoever owns the rights to these books made the decision to stop publishing them due to some sort of outside societal pressure? I think you could make that argument there. That doesn't necessarily mean it's part of cancel culture, because they ultimately have the right to decide not to publish those books anymore. With that said... We're not being very consistent when it comes to these things. Most organizations aren't being very consistent. For example, Amazon. They had the documentary, I believe, up on Clarence Thomas, and that has been removed, um, I think, as of February. And for reasons that no one knows why, it's just been removed. And it's not being put back up. The, the, the director of the documentary has been given uh, no explanation as of the last I checked. Um, but that would be an example of something that could be canceled culture. Um, and Amazon is canceling that while also still promoting 
well, not promoting, but they still offer in their distribution Mein Kampf by Adolf Hitler. So why are certain things canceled or censored on the, that are seemingly on the right, but on the left, you, you don't go after things like Adolf Hitler? Someone that is probably argumentably the, one of the most evil people in modern times. One of the biggest anti-Semitists, if not the biggest of, of all time. How, how is Mein Kampf still being sold on Amazon? But the documentary on Clarence Thomas was canceled without a reason given. We could look at the Mandalorian and Gina Carano being kicked off of Mandalorian because she had some Twitter comments that people on the left just didn't like. But yet, Pedro Pascal, the guy that actually plays the Mandalorian, made similar con- comments, but from the other side of the aisle, the more left side of the aisle, and he's not canceled. Because, see, when when, when posts like this are made, it's like they don't believe that cancel culture exists. And I'm referring to the, the Facebook post here of it's, it's, it's not canceling. It's just changing. Okay. But, but define that change for me. Because just because it's changing doesn't mean it's a good thing. It doesn't mean it's the right thing. It could be the wrong thing, an evil thing. But we have failed to question it. We've only gone as far as, well, is this popular? Is this the fad? Is this is this our new way of life? Because if it is, we've got to get rid of it now. We have to unperson anyone that disagrees with us or any um, or censor any book or movie or documentary or music that disagrees with our way of life and our way of thinking. We've lost our collective minds. Again, I'm not asking people to join my way of thinking. That, that's uh, always going to be up to you. If you've listened to me in the almost two years that I have been with Mojo Five O, you know that this is the way that I think. Like, like, I will give you my honest opinion about any topic, but I have never asked you once to agree with me. And I'm sure I have said plenty of things over the last almost two years that many have disagreed with. I've even had my own family members tell me that they disagree with some of the stuff that I've said. And if anything, because we've actually been able to talk about it, and actually have a civil discussion about it, we've become a little bit closer. And it's the same with Mrs. Pat and I. We, we get to enjoy the other's perspective. Now, Mrs. Pat has openly said she hates talking politics with me because for her, I'm very passionate about most things politics and, and most things that are of the issues of the day. And I will have a passionate discussion about it but sometimes she mistakes it as me getting mad at her because we disagree 
And I'm never, I've never been mad at her for disagreeing with me, ever. And I don't know that she's ever been mad at me for disagreeing with her. We just don't do that. Um, and I've always told her, I'm like, look, I appreciate when you can stand up to me and have your own opinion about something and you can tell me why. You can very articulately tell me why. That doesn't make me right. It doesn't make you right. It doesn't make me wrong. It doesn't make her wrong. We've just fundamentally accepted that that we have some differences. It's okay. That's what makes America so great. That's, America was founded on all of these differences. And it was also founded on a voice of reason. I'm right up against the break, but right before I go, I want to tell you about American Pride Roasters. Never had the coffee myself, but I love promoting this company. I love promoting them. I, I They've been with Mojo for, for years. They were with Doc for years. Uh, and, and DM, I know, appreciates all of our business. They are the official coffee of Mojo 5.0. They, they have all sorts of kinds of great flavors out there. So go check it out. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. It's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. You're listening to the Pat O'Neill Show right here on Mojo 5.0. I will be right back right after this. Mojo50solar.com. Mojo50solar.com is the place where you can find out just how much it will cost you to have a solar system installed at your house and how much you could save. Mojo50solar.com. December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? What are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee into the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my coffee. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah, that would be a trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patriots for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-562-2407. That's 800-562-2407. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them. And I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. Welcome back to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo 5.0. I'm your host, Pat Oni. Follow me over on Twitter at the Pat Oni Show. 
use that hashtag stand with Mrs. Pat and use the hashtag what I learned today. Uh, you can also find me over on Facebook, uh, MeWe, Instagram, and Parlor. Most importantly, Parlor. And again, go to criticalthinking.locals.com and use that subscribe button. Subscribe. It's just five bucks a month. You'll get all of our free, well, not free, but you'll get all of our, our video content uh, on there, the, the full video version. But if you um, are able to subscribe, you can always go to the Rumble page and get um, clips of the show um, on Rumble um, and just kind of get a, a taste of what we've talked about on the show um, that day. So go to criticalthinking.locals.com. That is criticalthinking.locals.com. Um, <clears throat> so I made a boo-boo last week um, because last week I did the Mrs. Pat recipe of snickerdoodles and I said I was going to put it up on my Instagram and put it up on all the socials and then I forgot. I am so sorry. I am so, so, so sorry. Um, so with that said, I will be putting that up. You're basically going to get last week's and this week's recipe, um, on there. So, um, do check it out. Do follow me over on Instagram because I've been putting up the recipes on there. I've been sharing them on my other social media channels as well. Um, but I've been putting up the images of, um, just kind of a step-by-step process of what it looks like, um, making all of these different recipes. So I apologize for not getting you the snickerdoodle recipe last week. That's my bad. Um, I will get it up to you very, very soon. um, And so speaking of the Mrs. Pat recipe, um, I will get into the Mrs. Pat recipe of the week right after I tell you about preparewithmojo50.com. Look, folks, we live in what is seemingly becoming a more and more unreasonable society all the time. We have issues that shouldn't even be issues. We are arguing about things that that really should be unfathomable to even be arguing about in the first place um, because, you know, there is biology and science behind those issues. But yet somehow I'm the science denier. I, I, I don't get how, but okay. Um, there's there's all sorts of crazes. I, I don't know what's going to happen with the housing market as states start to reopen. Um, what's going to happen with all the eviction notices. Um, if you listen to Critical Thinking earlier this week, um, we talked about how the federal judge actually ruled it was unconstitutional. Um, for the federal government to um, delay um, evictions. I think that's how it goes, um, if I remember correctly. Um, And anyway, um, I I don't know what that's going to do to the market. I don't know what's going to happen with the economy in the coming months, especially when we have um, a a brainless president that, that has no concept of these things. Um, and is just doing things pretty willy nilly since he's been in office. Um, and so, um, what I'm trying to say is in my very long winded way is get prepared, start with your food storage. Um, there's a lot of great options. Um, you don't have to get the four week emergency food supply kit. Um, I believe they actually have, 
I think they actually have a three month supply kit there now too. Um, it's obviously more, but uh, it, it, there, there is that as well. I at least recommend starting with the four week one. Um, if you can't do that, you can do a two week one. I also believe you can do a, a 72 hour kit. And this food stays good for 25 years, guys. They've got all sorts of great food within these kits. Um, it stays good for 25 years. It'll stay so you can stay on your shelf. You don't even need to use it if you don't need to. But it's always good to have. It's good to have food storage. And it's good to be prepared. So go to preparewithmojo50.com. That is preparewithmojo50.com. Okay. So now for the Mrs. Pat recipe of the week. It's going to be Instapot Texas Haystacks. Now, um, this is something that Mrs. Pat found and wanted to try. Um, and so she sent it to me and because I've been cooking a lot more meals lately um, and, and kind of expanding my repertoire and what I can cook, if you will. And so she wanted me to try this recipe that, that she found. And I will say that um, I did not follow this recipe. I did for the most part, but there were things that I purposely omitted on purpose. Um, purposely been on purpose. Yeah, great line there, Pat. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, I I got into um, to this and. Um, I didn't use an Instapot, first of all. I just used a regular pot. And I will say, as I was putting this thing together, it looked absolutely disgusting, but it tasted wonderful. <laughs> um, and so, and it, it actually, once you get it all put together and everything, it actually does look really good. But uh, in the beginning stages of it, it did not look appealing to me at all. At all. So all it's really going to involve is, um, and, and again, we use ground turkey, but you can use ground beef for this. And the reason we use ground turkey is because it's supposedly healthier, um, and turkey generally is healthier than beef anyway, but yeah. Um, so we, we I use ground turkey, um, threw it in the pot and, uh, and browned it all up and everything, and then I put in my ingredients of uh, beef broth, I put in... Um, some garlic, uh, I put in some, some chili powder, some chili beans, um, I put in some onion, you can actually put in other vegetables too, um, they, it does, uh, like the recipe that Mrs. Pat gave me, um, she was suggesting like green onions, red onion, um, avocado, uh, jalapenos, um, olives, I mean, it, it, you, you could put a lot of things in this. You could do like diced tomatoes and put pico de gallo in it, but I wouldn't do that until after um, you've got everything kind of cooked together. But anyway, you're basically, if I'm, if, what you're going to be doing is you're basically making a chili. Is <laughs> kind of what it looks like. It really does. It's more or less a chili that you're making. And then what you're doing is you're just cooking up some rice and um, putting that chili 
that you've made on top of the rice. And then what makes it haystacks is you could put like Frito chips and stuff on it. You can put all those other toppings I, I said on it. Um, Mrs. Pat really likes sour cream for stuff like this. So she put some sour cream on top, put some cheese on top as well. Um, it does also say like, especially if you're trying to like lose weight like us and you're trying to hit some like protein and things like that, you could do some Greek yogurt. I don't know how much I would recommend that though, just because, and, and don't get me wrong. I like my yogurt, but I like yogurt for the sake of yogurt. I don't like putting yogurt on top of things like this. It just doesn't seem that appealing to me, but I digress. It might, it might to you. Um, the one thing I will say that I didn't do is I didn't put any diced jalapenos on mine. Um, I really didn't do a ton of vegetables with this either. Like I did cut up some green onion, um, and put it in there. And I, I actually also had, um, onion, um, within like the chili as well. But I, I also diced up some green onion to kind of put on top when it was all done. So that is something that you can do as well. Um, the one thing I wish I would have done is I, I, I would have included some, some jalapeno, um, some, some diced jalapeno, because I think that would have spiced it up a bit. Uh, all in all, it takes it took me about oh, give or take with prep time and everything. It probably took me about thirty to forty minutes altogether. Um, it, it really doesn't take long. It's actually a fairly quick meal to make, and it's actually really good, and it stores well. So um, I, I recommend that, and especially if you're getting into like the preparedness and food preparedness and stuff like that. If you have a deep freeze. It's also something that you can do as well is actually deep freeze some food um, and it'll keep um, for for a period of time. So uh, this is something that you can do that with as well. So um, anyway, there's your Mrs. Pat recipe of the week. Now, um, getting into... Um, some really cool updates coming from the state of Utah. Um, you heard me talk yesterday on uh, Critical Thinking about how um, Spencer Cox, and this went into the fish fry, but how Spencer Cox, um, our beloved governor, is not willing to reopen Utah and, and end the mask mandate anytime soon. Well, as of last night... Um, our mask mandate and the reopening of the entire state of Utah should be happening on April 10th. Um, as per, uh, my sources coming out of our legislative session. So, um, the governor plans to sign it and, and end all of this absolute BS. Um, so I am pleased to hear that it really should end well today and be done today, but, I, at this point, I will take what I can get. Um, but realize that as your states are reopening, if your state is reopening and has plans to reopen and end all of these COVID mandates here soon, understand the very concept that never again is now. Never again is now. We aren't doing this again. I'm not doing this again. I don't want to hear in a couple of months, oh, we got we to gotta put all these mandates back in place. I don't want to hear it. When this ends, it ends. It ends for good. If 
coronavirus decides to make a resurgence, people have their own will that they can use to make a choice on whether or not they want to wear a mask. To end these mask mandates, to end um, all of these restrictions that we've been putting up with for the last year, and by April 10th, we will have been over a year in the state of Utah with all of this. But um, now that now that we are, are here, um, we're not doing this again. It doesn't mean that you don't have a choice to wear a mask yourself. That's not ending. You still have that choice. You still have the power over yourself and your family to uh, wear a mask or to not wear a mask. The point is, is that it's no longer going to be mandated in Utah as of April 10th, at least as of right now. We'll see if that changes because there's still a lot of time between now and April 10th, unfortunately. But uh, I'm excited. Um, I, I know Mrs. Pat is also excited. And uh, it, it'll be nice for her to go to school and not have to wear a damn mask anymore. So, um, yeah. So that that's 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 the update here. Um but I want to bring up this point because we saw Gavin Newsom <laughs> uh, the guy that's being uh, potentially recalled in the state of California as governor um for his antics with all of the coronavirus bullcrap um that he's done and all of his hypocrisy that he has has done. Um, had the the sense to call Governor Greg Abbott reckless for opening up the state of Texas starting on March 10th. Um, wasn't it reckless for him to be hypocritical about it in the first place? Just just some food for thought. Um, but but here's here's my point with all of this coronavirus and all of these mandates. We have lived in a country for the past year that has been nothing more than about mandates and restrictions and lockdown and panic porn. I really mean it when I say never again is now. Let's stop with the bullcrap. I'm looking, actively looking for real leadership, real, true, honest leadership coming out of our public officials. And I know that that is a, a uh, futile plea, if you will. Um, and, and that, that will likely never happen, or at least it will rarely happen. And I don't see that kind of leadership in governor Cox by any means, but we should be looking for real honest leadership from our elected officials rather than officials that just want to mandate us. I'm tired of being mandated. I'm tired of being restricted. And I know so many other people are too. Now that we're getting into the spring and summer months of the year, I guarantee you that all of this restriction bullcrap is not going to fly anymore. It's been a year. People aren't going to put up with this anymore. People want to get back to work. They want to get back to some sort of normal life. They do not want to be told what to do anymore, especially as this vaccine has been rolling out. It ain't going to happen. We're not doing this anymore. Never again 
is now. Folks, the reason why all of this happened in the first place is because we let it happen. We absolutely let it happen. We let it happen because we turned on our TVs, we watched the media force panic porn down our throats for the last year. We've seen them be wrong about said panic porn. We've seen uh, Dr. Lord President Anthony Fauci be wrong about this time and time again. And and we, for what? For what? We did all of this for what? Remember, it was supposed to be two weeks to flatten the curve. It then became about annihilating an entire virus, which, by the way, that virus was always going to do what it was going to do. It was going to virus. That's what viruses do. There's no stopping that, okay? But yet, that's what they shoved down our throats. And many of us throughout the entire country, and, I, and I've seen this in states just to say, oh, we, we got to go with the flow. We got we to gotta, we gotta do our part. We've got we've to protect everybody else. We've, we've got to protect you know, grandma and grandpa. We got we gotta to be able to do all this for the sake of everyone else. Never daring to question what we are being told. If they were right, I would be the first person right now here saying they were right. We needed to do all these things for the good of everyone else. If they were right, I would have done that. Andrew Coppins would have done that. He's a very data-driven individual. He would have done that if the data was there. It wasn't. So we were fed all of this. For the last year, we put up with this. We let this happen. Folks, never again is now. I'm done with the panic porn. I'm done with having that force down my throat. I'm done with being told how I can and can't live my life. I'm done being told I have to wear a mask. Never mind that I may have issues of my own with it. We just blanketly mandate these things. And that's the problem with government. That's the problem with our leadership is that they blanketly mandate us to do all of these different things to comply rather than to think reasonably and to apply sound logic to individual scenarios, to individual cases and make reasonable judgments based upon what is right for you and your family, based upon what your needs and situation are in that time. We let them make those decisions for us rather than asking them to lead us. And if they would just just lead us, like really lead us and do what's right, I would follow. I would follow. But they didn't. They didn't. And New York is is posted up as this poster child for how to handle the coronavirus. It's not. It was a horrible, horrible mistake. It was horrible leadership by Andrew Cuomo and other elected officials in the state of New York. That nursing home scandal, I guarantee you, it, while it's largely due to Andrew Cuomo's decision making, it's not tied to just him. Or at least it shouldn't be. 
How many people, how many people needlessly died because our politicians decided to mandate us rather than lead us? How many? Never again is now. Now. I'm not doing this. You shouldn't be doing this again. If you feel the need that you have to wear a mask or that you have to quarantine or that you have to do X, Y, and Z for your health and your safety, then then you make that decision. You lead the way for you and your family. Don't look to me to do that for you because I'm in a completely different situation. If you want my advice, I'll give you my advice. But my advice is not a mandate. It's not telling you what to do. It's telling you what I think. And we've been told a lot over this last year of what to think. And now, if we dare to think differently, if we dare to speak out and speak up, we're being censored. We're being canceled. I'm telling you, never again is now. It's now. It doesn't, I don't, I don't care that Joe Biden's in the White House. It's not up to him. It's not up to your governor, my governor. It's not up to our politicians to mandate us. It is, we hired them. We voted for them. We elected them to lead us to give us all the information that they can, giving us the best advice that they can, and not telling us how we need to live our lives. That's not their role. It's not their role. It's not Spencer Cox. It's not Mike DeWines. It's not uh, Fred Flintstone in Illinois or Andrew Cuomo. It's not all of these failed, failed policies, these arbitrary mandates. They were, and that's just what they were. They were arbitrary. There's no proof that they worked. If anything, there's a lot of proof out there that they didn't work. The lockdowns didn't work. How many people were unemployed this last year? How many people suffered from depression because of all of these lockdowns and all of these restrictions? How many people committed suicide? How many people um, in, uh, started doing drugs and, and increasing their alcohol intake? How many people has all of this negatively affected? See, it's not just about oh, we gotta we gotta we gotta protect those that that are most vulnerable from getting sick. It's not it's not just about them. It can't be. What about everybody else? What about everybody else that's facing those real issues right now? What about those people in those very different situations from those that are actually vulnerable to the coronavirus? What about them? You made your decisions, but then they were forced to conform to make the same decisions that you did by our lovely elected officials. And that's not okay either. Like I said, never again is now. It's now. Because I'm not I'm not going back. We do not go back after this. There is no going back. And if we don't put our foot down now, I guarantee you it will become more 1984 than what we could have ever imagined. 
We're being, and it's, and it, what's sad is people are being canceled for daring to question, for just daring to question these very simple things. Never again is now. And I, I will keep, I will say it until I'm blue in the face. I want to move forward. I want to move forward knowing that my freedom is protected, that my individual liberty is protected, that I'm able to make decisions based upon the information that is in front of me, and I am able to use my individual liberty to make those decisions and what is right for myself and for my family. No one can ask for anything more than that. Is, is, is that not enough? I'm not asking for anarchy. I'm just asking that we take individual responsibility for our own actions, our own decisions. I'm, I, I'm tired of being mandated of what those things ought to be. They shouldn't be. They should not be... Um, Anything more than your decision, my decision, and what we do as individuals. But we need to learn from the lessons of this last year. We need to learn what government power, when we give government all of this power, what they can really do. Look what they did. And are we willing to stand up and hold these people accountable? To say, you know what? You did this to me once. Shame on me. Or actually, no, I take that back. You did this to me once. Shame on you. If we let them do this twice, folks, if we let them do this twice, it is shame on me. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. That's, that is what we are going to be facing here soon. That is what we will be facing because Fauci keeps saying, well, we, we got to be wearing masks until 2022 at least. <laughs> no. Then what was the point of the vaccine or rather the therapeutic? What was the point? What was the point? What was the point of all of it? Move on. Protect your freedom. Never again is now, folks. Learn from the lessons of the last year. Learn from the mistakes of your state government, from your governor, from the president, from Trump even, because Trump made plenty of mistakes in this too. Plenty. But learn from these things. Move forward with your life. Be prepared. Because... Frankly, again, I don't know what's coming. I don't. I, I. No one really does. But let's not go back down this road in a few months. Never again is now. Don't let them take this away from you, from me, or from anyone. Never again is now. 
keep telling yourself that and then do something about it. You've been listening to the Patterning Show right here on Mojo Five O. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Jason Gouffre from Defending 2A is up next. Uh, and definitely check out Matt Holloway on the Holonet here later on. Um, but uh, I will be back Monday night with Andrew Coppins right here on Mojo Five O at 5 p.m. Eastern on Critical Thinking. Until then, don't get lost. Remember who you are and no means no. Never again is now. See you Monday. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.